0: Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's November 14th. The BBC began daily radio broadcasts on this day in 1922, making it the world's oldest national broadcasting organization. Radio at this point was still relatively new. It was developed through the work of multiple inventors and engineers and businessmen at the end of the 19th century. And once people worked out how to communicate wirelessly using radio waves, it became super easy to build the receiver needed to do that a lot of people got really interested in amateur radio, but all of this amateur use of radio quickly started to crowd out the increasingly important radio transmissions that were being used in an official capacity. For example, during World War I, civilian radio signals could overwhelm military communications. So governments started regulating amateur use of radio and passing laws about who could use radio and how and regulating exactly what frequencies could be used for what purpose. By the 1920s, the British public was lobbying for some kind of national broadcasting service. It was inspired in part by broadcasting services that had sprung up in the United States and had already started to be developed. The amateur broadcasters in the UK had already been shut down, and regulated alternatives had been slow to develop because of the fears that the signals would interfere with more critical radio communications. In May, though, the postmaster general announced that a national broadcaster would be authorized, and then after a series of meetings and committee discussions, the British Broadcasting Company was formed on October 19th of 1922. It would be the following January, though, before it was formally licensed, and at that point it was already sending broadcasts. Six leading wireless manufacturers were involved in creating the original British Broadcasting Company. One of them was the Marconi Company, and the first broadcasts on this new radio service came from Marconi's studio called 2LO. This was a daily service, but it wasn't all day. The first broadcast was a news report that was provided by news agencies, and then the weather it was foggy in a lot of England that day, and London was seeing some smog. At first, a typical broadcast day was just a few hours of music, news, and weather, which eventually expanded to also include things like audio drama. And receiving the broadcast required a person to have a broadcast receiving license. More than a million of these licenses were issued before that very first day of broadcasting even happened. The British Broadcasting Company was, as its name suggests, a company, but it reorganized in 1927 to be more like the public corporation that it is today. We don't know very much about how listeners really responded to the first few years of daily broadcasting from the BBC because audience research didn't start until 1936. BBC television service also began in 1936 on August 26th. The BBC actually adopted television a lot quicker than it had adopted radio. And now, of course, it's known as just the BBC. Although in a lot of minds, including mine, it still stands for British Broadcasting Company or maybe British Broadcasting Corporation, at least in people's heads. Thanks very much to Yves Jeffcoat for her research work on today's podcast. And thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for an incredibly destructive march.